you're listening to A Labor for Love, the podcast that's all about helping moms find encouragement and hope through authentic, everyday stories of motherhood. I'm your host, Sierra Sullivan. Hey, welcome back to another episode of A Labor for Love. So if you've been listening, you know that this show is really about sharing authentic, everyday stories in motherhood. But this week, I'm switching things up a bit. I have a special guest joining me, my husband, Tommy. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, Tommy. Thanks for having me. So why don't we start with you telling the listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, my name is Tommy, uh, married to Sierra. And um, for work, I am a uh, data analyst. And in my spare time, I am a DJ. Today we want to talk about music, specifically our kids' interest in music. So last fall, our son Jaden became interested in playing the drums to the point of us watching drum videos every day after school, him building drum kits with our kitchen chairs and couch pillows, boxes, really anything he could get his hands on at the time. And then he started asking for an actual drum kit So then we had a decision to make. Do we let him keep playing around or do we take this interest seriously and actually invest? So I want to talk about how we came to our decision. But first, I think we need to spend some time just reflecting on our own musical experiences and journeys. So Tommy, how would you describe your early childhood experience with music? I would say uh, there wasn't a lot of exposure uh, to music in my home or in school. Um, So at home, I'd say, you know, it's not that my parents didn't like music, but there just wasn't a lot of music played. And even when there was, it wasn't stuff that really resonated with me. at school, I went to a uh, small Catholic school, and the music program was not very robust. So, um, you know, about the extent of what we got exposed to was uh, the plastic recorders, which that may be kind of universal for everyone. Um, and then they had a set of bells, and I think the the music teacher had a upright piano, but that was about the extent. Yeah, I remember the plastic recorders. We had keyboards when I was in elementary school and like the music room was set up. So like everyone had their own keyboard station, which was pretty interesting. But outside of like singing songs, the recorder, tinkering on the keyboards, that's all we really did in elementary school. I would say too, uh, you know, even with the the music program, you know, I, I struggled to, to read music um, with, uh, with the recorder even. So I could play hot cross buns, but uh, that was kind of where I peaked. <laughs> and, uh, you know, after that, I would just kind of pretend to play as, as the rest of the class was playing um, and, and didn't really have a ton of friends that were uh, into music at all, so. So anything else from childhood that you'd want to talk about? 
Um, I would say, let's see, even just exposure to live music wasn't something um, that I had much experience with. So I don't think I attended a concert until age 20. Um, at church, the, the extent of the, you know, the music repertoire was, uh, I think, an organ and a piano, uh, maybe an acoustic guitar every now and then. For me, like in our house, we listened to music a lot. Um, you know, there was music exposure at home, at church. Uh, we went to several concerts as kids. And so music was just like always a thing for us. Uh, my grandma played piano and organ and she sang. And anytime we would visit and like either her siblings or my mom's cousins would come over, like we were pretty much guaranteed that my grandma would be on the piano and then somebody would start singing. Uh, so it was just very much present like in our lives. Um, my dad, he <laughs> my dad, he dabbled in a lot of different things. So I know he played bass guitar. He would tinker on the keyboard. He was just into music. And one of my earliest memories was actually watching music videos with my dad on our like old TV floor or floor TV in our, you know, back in the early 90s. And I won't tell you what videos we were watching because it might make my dad look bad. <laughs> No, just kidding. Um, but then we had a piano in our house as well. And so I started playing piano around age four or five. Um, and then I played up until I guess 11 or 12. And over the years, I've kind of like gravitated back towards piano, but I don't ever feel like I'm really that good, but I can still read music um, if I were to practice and you know put the effort in. I could probably just kind of jump right back into it. So. Yeah, I was kind of amazed to see, um, you know, after no practice, just able to pick things up and uh, and start playing your books from however many years ago. That yeah, was. I have 20 year old piano books <laughs> that we brought home because now we have a piano in our house, which when we moved into our house, our movers randomly had this old piano on their truck and they were like do you guys want this piano and at the time I was like maybe but where are we going to put it what are we going to do with it like who's going to play it we ended up saying yes and so it sat in our garage for what, almost two years almost two years until we could figure out what to do with it yeah we finally brought it in um end of last year and so I've kind of been playing around on it the kids will get on it and play occasionally um, but now we have it and so we'll see yeah, at our house, there, there really wasn't any instruments. I think we had a really, really, really cheap keyboard that uh, was just kind of one of those pieces of equipment that would annoy parents. Um, and then my brother got an electric guitar and an acoustic guitar when he was in high school, but never did any real lessons um, and didn't really kind of go too deep into it. So then based on all of that childhood experience, when did your interest in music then start to grow? I would say, well, I'll do that in two parts. So I'd say kind of where I originally um, fell in love with music was 
probably like fourth grade. Wait, wait. It reminds me of a movie. When did you first fall in love with hip hop? <laughs> fourth grade. <laughs> so I I have very vivid um, memories and, and nostalgia associated with with certain um, certain music from that era. So things like uh, you know the Fugees and Bone Thugs and Harmony and Mariah Carey and uh, you know just the hip hop that was out um, in that like ninety four to ninety six time period. And so um, a lot of BET, MTV uh, music videos. Um, and the, what always comes to mind is just, it takes me back to, uh, being in my grandpa's basement, just watching, watching these videos on all of the, you know, top, top 10 shows or whatever the, the countdowns. Um, so that's what always comes to mind. That's when, um, I really started to enjoy music for myself. But what about, I guess, as you got older, because you said you were a DJ, so how do we get from, you know, recorder and not reading music and pretending that you're playing along to then DJing? Yeah, so in high school, um, you know, I started to, to really build up uh, my own music collection. And so this is in the, the age of, um, you know, burning CDs and and that whole thing. So, um, you know, music is is becoming uh, more and more accessible and available. Um, and so it started with the growing music collection and it turned into, you know, making my own compilation CDs. And then from there, um, beginning to dabble in, you know, editing with uh, wave files and um, cutting up things, trying to, to mix them together. And then uh, from there, that's, you know, I was, I was kind of in a point where I was, you know, getting really into hearing uh, DJ mixes on the radio. I would record them on cassettes. So are we aging ourselves? <laughs> dating myself a little bit here. I would I would record them on cassettes and then kind of play them back and listen to them and see if I could uh, take wave files and match it up and and do something similar. Um, and so <clears throat> I had a friend who was uh, who had gotten into DJing, and so um, I would I would kind of take a, a look at what he was doing, and then decided. You know that was something I wanted to pursue. So um, I think that was like 2003 is when uh, I got my first uh, DJ setup. So I was buying vinyl records for I think it was like 575 for just like singles. Do you remember the first vinyl record that you bought? It was uh, Twist to Slow Jams. <laughs> So. Okay, so you're in high school, buying records, got your first DJ set up. What then happens after that? 
so you know got my first set of records my friend um you know kind of teaches me the, the the basics of of uh you know how to uh, count beats per minute and uh, and doing mixing and just kind of the basics and so you know in high school didn't have a, a ton of uh, stuff to do after school I think at this time I was uh, kind of done with sports and so um, kind of dove into to the whole music thing so uh, you know just going going to work every day after school uh, mixing and it was all it was all really just um, a hobby at that point I would say something I was interested I liked how it sounded um, but never really considered um, you know going any further than that I would say you know I was very much so a bedroom DJ at that point um, I had people you know always asking hey you want to hear you know what you're doing and so uh, I think I put out three or four mixtapes between the end of high school and early college, probably. And so did that in college. Pretty much any time we had people over, I would DJ for everyone who was at the house. So the house became um, kind of like the, the place to hang out. Um, and it wasn't until probably after college that I started getting asked to do events. And from those events that led you where? To, you know, taking on gigs. And so, um, originally didn't even have like professional speakers. So I would always have to find, you know, who had, who had some speakers that I could borrow. That I could hook everything up to um, and then so from there started doing weddings and then like birthday parties things like that um, and then in 2014 uh, auditioned to be a um, DJ at the uh, at Bankers Life Fieldhouse so Not Bankers Life anymore <clears throat> no so DJ for uh, the Pacers organization for five years, maybe? 2014 to 2019. Yeah. So that's crazy. I didn't realize it had been five years. So when you think about your journey from, you know, no confidence with the recorder up to DJing for the Indiana Pacers, you look back over that time, is how, what was your motivation or I guess who was like in your corner kind of pushing you along? It's a good question. I don't know that um, I've ever thought about that. So I'd say, you know, it would be, you know, my friends that would, you know, they always, they always uh, thought highly of uh, the music I was making. And then I would say that transitioned over to you and, you know, getting, getting encouragement from you because I didn't start doing bigger things until we were married, really, if you think about it. Really? Yeah. 
So like we did, I did the impact conference. Um, and then uh, the Pacer stuff, that was all post-marriage. Yeah. So I asked that question because I want to kind of bring us back to the conversation of the kids. And so, you know, Jaden has sort of shown an interest in music for a while now. Do you remember like when he first started kind of showing that interest? Yeah, the, the thing that the memory that comes to mind was, you know, we were, we were on our way down to uh, Destin, Florida. Uh, was that like a 12 hour road trip? So, um, you know, we obviously had to have lots of music and uh, entertainment for him to keep him uh, engaged for that trip. So um, I just noticed like, you know, he started singing along Mm-hmm. with songs and he was like two yeah I just turned two so I was you know I was pretty shocked at that and then he was also really into the movie Coco at the time mm-hmm. so if you've seen Coco lots of good uh, music and um, lots of guitar yeah so specifically it was guitar at that time and I feel like on that trip, he was like picking up things and pretending to play them like it was a guitar. And then he said that he wanted one. And so shortly after that, we bought him like this toy guitar, not plastic. It's like a actual it's guitar. Like a real guitar. Yeah. Um, he would walk around the house like <laughs> playing and singing. And, and it was just funny. It was funny to watch. Um, And even Skylar, I feel like she's gravitated towards music, even, you know, at a young age. So I noticed like at the beginning of the pandemic, we were both working from home. They were home with us. We were watching a lot of kids pop videos and she would like pick up on the choreography. Obviously she was like a year, a year old at the time, but she would literally be trying to do the dance moves. I'm like, okay, at some point we're going to have to get you in a dance class because uh, it just seemed like it was so natural for her. So I feel like for both of them, like recognizing that interest um, at a young age and then doing what we could to like kind of foster that and help grow that, at least for me, has been important. Yeah. So, you know, with Jaden, he said he wanted a drum kit. And what did we end up doing? We we first had a discussion, acoustic or electric. Well, yeah. And we decided that ultimately um, electric made more sense. So I'm, I'm working at home still. And so I didn't want to, you know, have huge guardrails on when he could uh, play and how much he could play. So I wanted it to be uh, something that he'd get a lot of use out of and he could kind of come and go as he will, as he wanted to. And so I thought that uh, while it's not, you know, the ideal drum setup, it's something that he'll be able to, to practice and grow with. Right. So if you didn't catch that, we bought a drum kit. And this was after months of kind of going back and forth about whether we wanted to spend the money to do it what kind would we get? Went to the music store, I don't know how many times. And Jaden basically, he was like, this is the one I want. 
<laughs> it's like, well, we don't know that we're actually getting one yet. He's like, well, I want this one. I want this one. Like he knew that mom and dad were going to cave and get him a drum kit, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I do think it's, I do think it's worth the investment. Uh, just when I think about like the experience that I had with having an instrument in the home and being able to just kind of go to it when I wanted to uh, was beneficial. And also I just feel like as they get older, like if they're showing an interest in something, I don't mind like making the sacrifice to at least let them to explore it. Because if I hadn't explored piano, like I wouldn't have done it. If you hadn't explored DJing, which you didn't mention, your parents bought you your first turntable. They, yeah, they did. I, I was just, you know, getting ready to say that it's while uh, while there wasn't a lot of music in the home. Once I did, you know, actually express interest in something, they were they supported that, and even though it's not music that they would have listened to. Uh, they still supported me pursuing that. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think for me, how I got to that was that it didn't require me to, to have any, um, to be able to read music. So that wasn't, that wasn't a barrier to learning for me. And, and I just didn't, I don't think I had the exposure to really any other instrument enough to, you know, have a, have a strong interest. Yeah. So now we have this drum kit. Jaden will hop on there at least a few minutes every day and just do his thing. No structure, nothing at all. <laughs> just him and the sticks and whatever is coming out of his body at the time. Um, but what has having the drum kit for you been like? So it's, it's been an opportunity for me. I think once, once I saw that he was really into it back in the fall, um, it made me really can think about and consider and uh, giving it a shot. I knew that uh, drums, if, if any instrument was going to be the one for me, you know, some of the other instruments, they just don't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, they don't feel natural. And so I think, uh, you know, I think the transition from DJing to to uh, to learning drums was going to be a an easier uh, learning curve for me, and and something that I'm interested in. So uh, I did a lot of research. I've been following Drumio and and drummers pretty uh, pretty seriously since you know once once Jane got interested, and uh, I've been. I practiced every single day since we had him. So yeah, I can attest to that. <laughs> Between the two of you, I feel like somebody's always drumming, and Jaden's like constantly making beats with his mouth, drumming on every single surface, snapping fingers. I'm just like, yeah, we need to get you in some lessons so you can start to just hone all this energy. <laughs> Why don't we talk about um, what Jaden's been interested in musically here lately? Oh yeah. 
yeah so was it February of this year and I think we've done it before so back up occasionally we will sit and watch YouTube videos of like 90s music or whatever and so Michael Jackson became big in February <laughs> and ever since we showed them was it beat it yeah I don't know it's every single day around the clock Michael Jackson in this household right now <laughs> yeah I mean that's I feel like how I don't know if it was the same for you but how I was when I first heard Michael Jackson so as a kid hearing Thriller and beat it in Billie Jean uh, and remember the time like I couldn't get enough of seeing those and I think you know those were uh, strong memories for me like having you know I don't know who recorded it but somebody in our house recorded those videos on VHS uh, and so we would watch them all the time my sister was terrified of Thriller <laughs> um, but you know we didn't have the uh, we didn't have YouTube and the ability to uh, to to play Spotify on demand and things like that. So um, I'd say if we did have that, that probably would have happened, but it's, it's just funny to see that kind of that same reaction and, and liking to that, uh, that music. Oh yeah, definitely. Like I was obsessed with Michael Jackson. Uh, my parents recorded one of his concerts on VHS and I would watch it on repeat and now when I tell my parents, like, oh, they're obsessed, they're like, yeah, just like you were. <laughs> so it's just funny to, to see that. But I mean, it just goes to show you, like, music can transcend time. Yeah. You know, some of Michael Jackson's music is older than me. And, you know, we're listening to it with our kids now. And so what have we what have we landed on for Jaden? we're going to start drum lessons and see how he does he's five almost six and oftentimes has has trouble focusing and so it'll be interesting to see how he does in an environment with someone else um, not us present um, doing lessons so we're going to try it out see how he does and go from there. I mean, I honestly feel like he probably will do better with someone else teaching him. And if he has the opportunity to kind of explore his own interests musically and learning from someone else, like I, I think I think he'll do good. It's something that he wants to do. And so I think that will help him um, even more. And he's expressed more interest in it than he has with sports or really yeah. anything else so uh, I think if there's one thing that he's been super passionate about it's it's been this mm -hmm. so hopefully you know he can focus and you know the whole purpose of me learning too was not only for me to overcome you know not being able to learn uh, you know she had to read music but uh, you know I want to be able to to do it so I can help him mm -hmm. and as he grows if he wants to listen, you know, mm -hmm. I think he's, he's, he will sometimes watch me and, and try and, um, and kind of mimic me Yeah. after the fact, but he's not 
quite to the point of like actually wanting to sit down with me and learn what I'm doing. Yeah. So I think overall, what we just learned as parents is like doing our part to support our kids' interests and I think letting them explore do things and like with Skylar I'm interested to see you know what she's going to gravitate towards like right now she's in a little dance class that we do once a week and she seems to really enjoy it and I feel like she just naturally was able to pick up on dance and so I don't know it'll be interesting to see you know where that goes for her and how would you describe with Jaden like his ability so far I think he has some natural ability. Um, I've been surprised at what he can just like sit down and start doing. Um, I feel like he has, <laughs> this might sound funny, but I feel like he has a song or music just like in his head that he like can hear, but doesn't necessarily know like how to get out or to, you know what I mean? because he's constantly like, constantly <laughs> going to the point where I'm like, hey, can you just pause for a minute so we can just like brush teeth or so I can fix your hair, like just pause. So I feel like he has something there. He, and he's like trying to get it all together and get it out. So I think once he's able to kind of learn in a little more of a structured environment, like, I don't know, he says he wants to be a drummer and have his own band, and I believe that it could happen one day. Thanks for joining me this week for another episode of A Labor for Love. I hope you enjoyed this conversation and learning a bit more about me and my family. Be sure to check out the post for this week's episode on Instagram at A Labor for Love. There are some super cute pictures and videos of the musical moments with our kids that Tommy and I talked about. As always, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and follow on Instagram so you don't miss an episode. Thanks for listening.